Greetings, dear friends. You are on Alatra TV India, and today we continue our series of broadcast on creative uh, entrepreneurs. And uh, we are going to ask our ladies how they envision the creative society, the society of happy people, where every person lives happily and prosperously in all spheres of life. And uh, to do this, we meet people and uh, today it will be ladies who are great entrepreneurs. And uh, to know more about the Creative Society project, please visit our website, alatraunites.com. My name is Tatiana and my wonderful co-host uh, is Madame Kusum Kanwar. Uh, namaste. <laughs> um, I would like to say that uh, Ms. Kusum initiated this series of broadcast. She is a founder of Up Skills, deputy president of WEECIMSME Mumbai, and global ambassador of GCPIT. Welcome, Ms. Kusum. Thank you. Thank you, Tatiana. Thank you so much. I am fortunate and happy to co-host the Creative Enterprise with you always. It's such a pleasure to be with us gorgeous, bright, and stunning Tanya, who is a college teacher, teaching English, and is a proud Alatra Unites volunteer, spreading the eight foundations of the Creative Society. Thank you. My huge gratification to all the commitment of all the Creative Society volunteers, a very awe-inspiring resolution and resilience by Alina, Olga, by Anna, Anya, Tatiana, and the technical support team for always bringing the world closer and making it a happy and joyous creative society to be in. What a spectacular goosebump raising video uniting all the countries in the world that we just witnessed. I'm privileged and grateful to be a part of the Creative Society project. And a huge welcome to our guests to the Creative Society broadcast. To all our viewers, namaste from India. And in sync with CIM SME, this Confederation of Indian Micro and Small Medium Enterprises, we bring together this broadcast as like-minded partners for creative enterprise and business section. Center of Excellence for Innovation, Incubation, and Entrepreneurship are units of International Council of Technology, Management and Applied Engineering India, and GCPIT, that's Global Council, promoting international trade and I'm privileged global ambassador as well. That's a flag, flagship initiative by CIMSME and GCPIT. We have a strong belief in the mission articulated by a founder and director, Santosh Ganesh who is to empower, collaborate, innovate, and stand together as true human beings and not miss the human touch. Thank you. And today it's an honor to introduce both our esteemed guests from India, Dr. Sangeeta Ahuja, the founder principal, interior designer at Urban Interiors, chairperson Mentorex Women India, director Mentorex School of Learning, a national awardee honored with real Life Real Hero Achievers Award in 2019 and the Resolute Achievers Global Women's Award. An expert who's seasoned entrepreneur working in the field of interior designing for the last 20 years, two decades. I've known her as a humanitarian and a renowned woman who empowers an educator. 
for sure her insurmountable positive energies allow her to pursue her hobbies like off-roading isn't that interesting traveling and also adventurous ones definitely make connections and interactions with everyone she meets like today she has her own inspiration i love that and i am her fan too and so is daniel steele with who she can correlate to her locations descriptions and one can escape to the book in another world melinda gates the moments of life is her go to book how empowering women can change the world we definitely need you here for that change welcome welcome and such a pleasure having you here dr smita thank you so much gratitude ma'am to have us here thank you thank you for such a warm uh, welcome actually thank you dr nancy juneja founder director revup and co-founder of mentorix is conferred with highest civilian honor the karam veer chakra by the united nations i congo is an educationist highly acclaimed success coach and leadership mentor sought out by numerous educational institutions and corporates dr nancy's remarkable 15 years of hands on experience in key performance areas in mentoring entrepreneurs be it youth empowering coach startups or providing quality skill education in communities is very inspirational and humbling she serves the society with the commitment to provide skill development and research in the rural and urban areas and setting leadership modules for communities and individuals world over Oprah Winfrey is her inspiration and the power of subconscious mind by Dr Joseph Murphy is a book to go to loves music stargazing wonderful hobby playing badminton and of course adventure sports like trekking mountaineering and yachting and sailing on a bucket list too welcome Dr Nancy Juneja to our broadcast it's so wonderful to have you both you delightful ladies to our broadcast today you know i've been wishing for this for a long time thank you so much and welcome uh, thank you so much kusuma wow. for such, such right. a detail right and honor to be here thank you thank you so much alitra tv and uh, kusuma for such a wonderful uh, warm welcome and having us here today So yeah this is really a creative approach to introduction <laughs> and I think our guests really enjoy so, such a detail such a wonderful introduction but still uh, I, and it seems to me that I know you more or less well <laughs> now but I would like to ask you to uh, tell us a little bit more and in particular what inspires you in life and beyond that so uh, Dr Sangeet let's start uh, with you if Kusumam started with you. I think we will continue this way. That's okay. That's okay. I think uh, the best part about when we talk about inspiration, I always uh, thumbs up myself on the priority list because uh, the vision I've started seeing myself as maybe a teenager. I feel that we need to learn how to polish ourselves, and if we want to see ourselves somewhere to become an example or to have that power in us to change what we want to see the change in. i think the first is uh, let's just uh, correct ourselves change ourselves and polish ourselves whether it's come it, you know it comes from traveling meeting people and interacting with people i think that always uh, helps us so uh, when the inspiration part comes 
I am myself what I want to see in the mirror first thing in the morning I wake up. That's great. So you are a good version of yourself. <laughs> Seems so, right? <laughs> That's very Because good. I feel, you know, you want things to be valued. First, you have to value yourself first. Then only the chain will start and, you know, uh, people will value you. They will listen to you. And the reason that is why we all stepped out because we felt that, you know, we can do something out of the box. So when we've opened the box, so let's just stand out boldly and, you know, change the world we want to see. And human life is a gift we've been gifted to. So let's just live every moment because it's just one life we've got. So let's just have that smile, give us all humans the freedom they want. And just, you know, uh, the eight foundations you've given us has revived everything in us. And, you know, let's become better people now. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Uh, eight foundations, uh, they are not given by us, but by people as a yes, whole. Yes, but right? that's the whole thing. See, again, uh, you are doing the efficiency of getting it to us. So it's like, you know, spreading around. And when we are, you know, being the chosen one to spread out the word, we have to learn how to be just to spread that out. So that has to be very strong. And uh, the eight foundations, yes, life, freedom, safety, success, everything we talk about is what as, uh, you know, while growing years, we felt that is needed. Yeah, right. So they are, ba ba they are basics of uh, human, of humanity. And of course, they uh, reflect in each person and uh, everybody fe feels that that's, that's what we need. Yeah, that what we sometimes forget and they don't take into consideration, but that is what we all uh, uh, need and uh, want to have in our life is uh, um, foundations of our life. Right, and Agreed. our task is to spread this information all around. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. And Dr. Nancy, what inspires you in your work and in your life? Yeah, so that's a wonderful question. Uh, this gives me a reason to again applaud uh, my inspiration in life, which is uh, my students, you know. I've been into education since the age of 16, born and brought up in a family of educators. I feel blessed imparting education because there's so much to learn from these budding children, the curiosity, the urge that they come up to adapt with different circumstances, to discover new every moment. They tell me to achieve my maximize and my potential, you know, to unleash the hidden me, to unleash the super me. And trust me, all these students throughout they have been into many of the disciplines now and they have reached the level that I look up to them, that they've been something. But in this career, in being an educationist, I feel I'm thankful to Almighty to be blessed with such a profession by where I see change in them. And trust me, my inspiration is them, uh, their families, their parents who have been coming together, you know, in a country I belong, we all belong, India. In Sanskrit, we say Vasudev Kutumbukam. That's one word, one family. What I learned from these children is from the parents' community, from the children, the, from the teachers, all the stakeholders that I've been connected throughout my life, that we all are one word, one family, and we all have to live together. And you can never explain what inspiration they give each, each day to us. There's so much 
definitely kusumam can abide by uh, being into being an educationist herself there's so much to learn from them that we learn so many very values humility humanity you know morality respecting each other empathy compassion each and everything which is probably we see as the strong pillars in the foundation of a creative society we all learn from them there's enough to learn there's enough you know they are inspiration they're bundle of inspiration whenever i meet any of my student i learn from them whenever i meet any of my parent i learn from them you know the fact that the reason i am sitting in front of you is because of all the community i've been serving by community i mean the society we live in and society we want to impart change in yeah that's really great that you Yeah, thank you. Yeah, so it's really great that uh, you also learn from people who you teach, and it means that you also re respect them, right? So then th they are like more no, 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 not less than we I should say, right? Uh, they they maybe we have some kind of academic knowledge or some inner inner knowledge that all of us have when we are still children and with the time can forget then you can uh, re re refresh from them let's say so right oh, yeah so bob it's really yes yes you rightly put together you know respect begets respect and that is what i have learned from my all my community where i perceive in wonderful wonderful it's so enjoyable i'm really Um, you know, engrossed listening to both your inspiration. One, um, I mean, I really like what uh, what Sangeeta says. You know that it it has to start with her herself first. It has to be the first step that she takes. And for you, the students and you know the parents and the teachers and the passion that both of you carry all the time, and that is the reason you know what you're you know why you're on this journey of life. and happiness which is not something that's really made you know it's just radiating on your faces and it comes from your own actions so it starts with the first step that we take so uh how do you envision uh sangeeta dr sangeeta to you how do you envision the creative society a society where every person lives comfortably and feels secure right where everything is directed towards improving quality of human life right where we really can feel like one big family singita ji when we talk about creative society you know picking up from dr nancy um i feel you know when you grow or you learn from children it is the most purest form of love and affection you can get so that is the right point and the age you know we really need to teach them the ethics the morals so that the early education gets into it so whenever i see the creative side part i see that you know let us start uh, pledging now that you know that has to start from a very early age 2.5 when i say with the education point so yes uh, creative society uh, creating morals would be the first thing with the awareness module will surely uh, take us miles away absolutely So to uh, Dr. Nancy, over to you. What are your thoughts? Yeah. So when we talk about uh, you know uh, setting a community, setting a creative society, and our opinion of it, um, definitely we all uh, want to live in the rose world where everything is perfect, you know, around. 
But um, I'll start with root level. You know, wherever we are right now, we are in an era where it is all a digital era. It is all globalization. We are so much uh, influenced by artificial intelligence, uh, smart devices, that somewhere in the fast-paced life, it is very important to make that balance in human race, in humanity, to get that calmness. So my vision for the creative society is so that we all remember what is to live, what is entirely to live a life naturally, irrespective of the outside factors affecting you. For me, it is to living natural, to get deep rooted to your facts, to your values. Because once we as a human realize the sentiments and feelings of the other human, that is what at all counts. Definitely, I envision a society where there's no violence, whereas there's a stress-free life. I envision a society where there is each one, you know, honors the greatness in the other human being. They value the sentiments of other human being. There is stability, there is success, and we wish for each other success. You know, a world where is there's positivity all around so that the world is a better place to live in and the society we live in, we are proud of living in that. So that is my vision for that and wish for that at today's moment. Wonderful. Thank you so much to both of you. It, you know, it's like one big family and it sounds so connecting in our context too. So as we realize that human relationship is the most important of all in the ages that we live. Look how we're all connecting over the, you know, in the, over the world and around the world uh, just because of our, uh, you know, human relationship. And helping people realize the potential and ability to fight, uh, you know, a, a lot of things, uh, about human life, it's an, uh, you know, and we should be responsible for every life. So when we are talking about, uh, you know, human life, and Nancy rightly put it, there should be no wars, no violence, you know, no conflicts. We already feel like one big family today. Thank you so much, uh, Tatiana, over to you. Yeah, right. And our uh, guests have already mentioned the eight foundations started to speak about them. Yeah, and of course, they are um, like uh, inseparable part of the creative society. So let's firstly watch a short video about uh, how these eight foundations were formed. Technical support. Could you please show us this video? This Creative Society project was born by the initiative of the people themselves. After we carried out many social surveys, interviews, conferences, and well, we talked to many people really all over the world. These eight foundations of the Creative Society is the result of the desire, the demand of the people themselves, because they talk about it. They tell us how they want to live, where, in what world, in what kind of society they want to live, what values are the most important for them. And after analyzing everything, we understand that, yes, there are these eight foundations that now we can share with everybody. It is a complex of values of each person in this world.
this is the initiative of people themselves and the creative society is um, initiated by people and for people so uh, dear guests uh, could you please uh, comment on the eight foundations and also try to answer the question how can our how can the implementation of these eight foundations change our life life of our society so dr sangita I think first all of us have to understand that the kind of life we've started living is where we are compromising and fitting in. So we've stopped living in the life and we are fitting in. And what is happening in that scenario that life is to be lived and not controlled. The control has to come within us that we need to control our minds, not others controlling how we need to go. So with this kind of a platform, you know, if we start nurturing ourselves, I think the eight foundations will automatically fall in place, you know, because we will have our control. So we would know how to control the judiciary. We would know how a safe environment is needed. And when the generations start learning that the war is not needed, conflicts are not needed, you don't need to shout at others. You know, you need to give a hug when you feel the other person is little awkward situation. So that automatic scenario when it starts i think the eight foundations will do wonders with the human mankind and it's the best gift all of us at least now with the virtual world coming and again when we land back to the real people i think that's the best gift we can give to each other okay thank you and dr nancy what is your opinion how uh, can these eight foundations change the life of the society you know, it's very well uh, formulated, all the eight foundations, you know, human life, uh, human freedom, human safety, uh, human transparency, each and everything is, you know, minutely covered. If we see all these, I feel this is what we need to survive. This is the basic that we need to survive. And when we talk about the development, the creative ideology, when we talk about justice and equality, we talk about the self-governing society, all the eight uh, you know points of the foundations of the creative society you know definitely with my uh, fellow panelists it uh, starts with your own when you abide by it and when other people see that you walk your talk you know they definitely get inspired by you so definitely the chains start from within and when i am being the ambassador you know of the that change that i am living all these values Trust me, I will attract the people, I will attract the circumstances that will form, formulate to something or the other for harmonious society. That is what we need. And as we say, you know, uh, peace is not something that we wish. Peace is not something that we want or we can achieve all of a sudden. Peace is something we need to live. Peace is something beneath our thoughts. We live with it. And when we, uh, you know, spread it all across with our ideologies, with our ideas, with our thoughts, the more we interact, the forums like this, like I'm grateful to Electra TV for this deep thought provoking discussion. We come up and we want to take responsibility for such actions in society. We wish to be the change maker to live all this. So I think, um, Everything starts uh, with that thought, with that idea. And the moment we uh, spread it with the right channels like yours, everything will take in shape and we'll be able to live these fundamentals. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, thank you very much for your understanding. And really, if we 
implement them, then the life will be completely different. And uh, we can be really happy and creative in such a society. Yeah, thank you very much for your understandings. Kusuman, over to you. Thank you. Um, so both of you are entrepreneurs. And it is usually said that to become an entrepreneur, you must be determined and ambitious. And uh, motivation is a social psychological call to action for success. So we'd like to understand this kind of a motivation that, you know, both of you are highly energetic and actually go-getters. So as now people are shaping, you know, the model of the creative society, so in your view, how will all spheres function in such a society, right? The second is, how do you see the development of business sphere in such a society? So uh, over to you, Dr. Nancy, first now. Let's just change the order. <laughs> sure. So yeah. As of now, sure. people uh, are, yeah. so people are sharing, you know, shaping the model of a creative society. So in your view, how will all spheres, you know, it could be any functions in a society, function in such a society? And how do you see the development of business sphere in such a society? Over to you. Great. So, you know, this is like getting to the action plan. So what to do, how to do and when to do it. So amazingly put together. So I come to the first uh, part of the question. Let me give you, uh, let me cite an example for you if I'm allowed. So um, in the education, uh, you know, I've been part of um, communities like uh, European Union and um, AU, Asian Union, where I've been working with youth, uh, you know, closely with the Middle East um, and with many of the countries. You know, when we work in that society, when we work in this framework, even in my institution, if I see, we need to work with everyone. Any society, any community functions when we work hand in hand, when we give weightage to the other people also, as we give weightage to our own self. That is how we go. And I feel function, creativity, uh, creative society, as we are, uh, you know, modeling it up, it can all happen when we understand that we need to look forward to the other person. We need to look forward to the, our colleagues. We look forward to our acquaintance, each one at the same level. Only then, you know, things go very well and smooth in the long run. Coming to your second point, how uh, we can develop uh, business. As an entrepreneur, not just now, you know, the golden rule of entrepreneurship is innovate or evaporate. That has been there and that will be the uh, game that is the game you know for the game changer for society but 2020 I feel it has been the most interesting times I'll not say the challenging times yes challenges happen it always happened you know we not just uh, pandemic there have been many challenges in our personal life also sitting here everyone is uh, you know has oodles of uh, inspirations, achievements, but behind that, there are many challenges that they face to become this glorious entrepreneurship journey. But uh, 2020 has told us that somehow we can do the things easily. There is no taboo about, you know, certain things which were we were always focused about. I 
used to travel so much to impart trainings to my teachers, to mentors, all over students across the world. And in my personal capacity, was able to do just a bit. But now in digital times, the business has been revived. The business, the way of working is revived. It was always there, you know, with due respect to everyone out there. We always knew that digital is an option. You know, but then we never knew that, yes, we can sign our MOAs with the universities, with the schools, all the digital Zoom calls too. We can take it seriously. We can meet anyone irrespective of traveling to different corners of the world. So I feel it's the most interesting times for all the business houses, be it profession, be it business, anything like that, be it education. If we really want to change, this is the time. If we really want to revive, this is the time. If we want to make the progress, which we were thinking since a decade and implement changes, this is the time. So I feel the revolution is here. What we want is just stand up and take the action. That's it. Thank you. Fantastic. Both of you change makers. And now Dr. Sangeeta, over to you. So, you know, they're shaping the model of the creative society. So in your view, how will all spheres function in such a society? I think when we start talking about one of the main aspects mentioned here, development of personality, which is, I think, uh, a very strong thing because, you know, personality speaks, you get impact. So you want to stand, hold yourself and listen to the others. So that is one thing which, you know, uh, we should really, impact, you know, uh, learn to impact so that, you know, that power is there that you want to understand what I'm saying. My views go across you. And then... Uh, I think uh, the creative ideology is very important because uh, creations are something that, you know, everybody can connect, connect to. Uh, when we talk about business, we're talking about ethics. So when we are talking about ethics, again, we're talking about the eight foundations you're talking about because morals, ethics, all are connected with human. And to be successful in business, business ethics have to be formulated anew so that, you know, you know that... Uh, the examples also you would set across, you know, your business. I think that will shape out very well. So definitely kudos to our eight uh, foundations. Wonderful. Thank you so much, uh, Sangeeta and Nancy. And yes, as Nancy said, you know, how education has, you know, brought this human capital and this formation is so critical that we can contribute towards the growth of people and, you know, by what has happened, you know, during this pandemic and the development of society as a whole, creative business needs to promote human values. We need to promote morals, upbringing, love and respect. So what do you think and share starts forming, you know, your reality. And that's important to be sincere and not to be fearful to manifest the good, kind and human in each and every person in this world. So humanity has the capacity to solve all the problems of the world. And all of us sitting here, you know, have, uh, you, we can say that we are the change makers. And, uh, and that can happen through love, kindness, compassion, and thus we hold the golden key to the highest kingdom of creative society. Uh, over to you, Tatiana. Yeah, really, Kusumam, you're completely right about that. that we are uh, very valuable and we can create and change our world. And uh, um, we should uh, be aware and understand uh, this responsibility that we have for us and for the society as a whole, that we are those uh, who make the change. Right, and uh, this in in the um, uh, creative society, uh, human is a fundamental unit. 
of the society. And of course, uh, every human is val uh, valuable. Unfortunately, in our format of the society, um, it is not so. And uh, in people's mind, there is usually an idea, what can I do? Yeah, it's uh, just like this. Yeah, so it's it's not me, it's just the society, right? And um, the question is, so what conditions should be created so that every person could, could understand uh, their responsibility uh, for the society and for their life, for the life of the society, and also uh, could feel uh, oneself as a, as a valuable unit and a fundamental unit of the society. So, Dr. Nancy, could you please try to answer? Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, very rightly put together. You know, we all are um, extended family. And uh, when I am, you know, learning more and more about uh, the foundations, the pillars of creative society, I feel so welcoming sharing my views um, and this esteemed platform. You know, I feel education and peace are the drivers of any society, any community. It goes um, you know, side by side, it is interlinked. And when we talk about the, our contribution, our own contribution in uh, education service, you know, it is said that when we need to bring any change, bring it from, start it from the children, start it from the formative years, because they are the pillars who will, uh, you know, um, bring in the change among themselves. They are infectious, their energy is infectious. So when we start doing that through our own medium, you know, everything gets changed. And together, we all can do that. Together, we all can focus upon imparting values, how we can be better human beings, how we can foster the environment when we all want to serve. So when we know the power of service, when we know the power of, um, you know, uh, again, I'll say being humble, um, humanity, which is missing these days, then this is important. And when we make this thing important, when children know, when youth know that this is something we're talking about and something which it is talk, you know, talked about in a public forum gains importance. And when they feel that this is something I have to take apart, when we give, make them responsible, they feel accountable. So, you know, they will love to do something. So I feel it's all about coming together, taking the actions and uh, staying, being rooted. So values, love, light, humility, morals, that is what our world is comprised for. And that is what we need to look forward. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Nancy. And Dr. Sangeeta, what, what do you think? What conditions should be created so that each person could feel uh, themselves as a valuable unit of the society could feel as a fundamental unit of the society and could feel their responsibility for their life and for the life of the society. I think once you start having the openness of sharing your views, definitely uh, gives you that platform. You start uh, discussing more. So the brainstorming would surely lead us to, you know, discuss and reach a point where we can actually find the right solutions. So um, transparency would play a very strong point that time. So that, you know, our values are transferred in a very right, neat manner to the other person so that uh, they understand that we are doing this for the society, not for an individual. So that for the generations next to come, our society is a more uh, stronger in ethical values. Again, coming to our eight foundations. 
So transparency and uh, openness, you know, will surely help us all. Thank you so much. There's, uh, there's so much of love, compassion, kindness, values uh, going around. And, you know, to be a valuable citizen of planet Earth. Uh, Tatiana, you wanted to add something? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think, no, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> All right. So uh, my question to you, Nancy, is then, um, so if you're already thinking about it, and, uh, you know, we do have change makers like you, maybe a handful, but then they are there. Is it actually necessary to change the format of a society to a creative one? And why? Nancy. Uh, well, uh, so, you know, it has been years. We are just talking about whether to change the format, whether to change the system or to change the people. It is not necessary. According to me, the system is by the people, for the people. And when the people change their perception towards something, automatically the system around them will change. So there need, need not to be a forcefully, you know, forceful action regarding something. Whatever we conceive when it comes for natural course of action, it is all the more acceptable. So, you know, we all are all the more acceptable to the society when it is by the ideology. So again, abiding by the foundation, all the eight foundations of creative society, the creative ideology, as they say, or, you know, the development of personality, the justice, equality, all this, when we're living this, it will be a self-governing society itself. The systems will frame, the policies will frame. It all depends upon how we are living it. This one thing, once we put the guidelines and tell people to follow it, and the second thing, we foster an environment when people naturally follow it and it becomes a system naturally. So I feel this later one is uh, much more impactful and we love to be like that because we all are democratic citizens of a democratic world. Wonderful, wonderfully put. I mean, I know this is, yeah, this is, this is something so different than what we actually hear that, no, we don't need it because it's, it's a democracy. It's, you know, by the people, for the people. And that, that's really wonderful to hear this. So over to you, Sangeeta, what are your views? Is it necessary to change the format of, of our society to create yes, a one? As a parent also, I strongly feel it is necessary because, um, you know, at times as professionals, we forget the real role of parents also. And, you know, people, the way they're struggling to actually bring up the uh, generation now. And uh, with the things we've seen in the past seven, eight months, definitely the change is needed. And I think all of us have realized how the change would come. So I feel we are actually the right people to start the change because we have become a little fearless now. You know, we want to uh, bang on that. Okay, now let's just do it. And when we have such strong team platforms and guidance, I think we should all just be the change, make the change and see the change. So that, you know, whatever we want to see in our children is there in the society. So it does not matter, you know, because when you are into education or you're into field, you will not choose. This is your child. This is my child. You will see that everybody is safe. So I think uh, there, uh, let's be the change and let's do our best for each other. Right. Definitely. I mean, I think we, we are the ones who need to take that step and not just wait for our children to, uh, you know, to grow up or, you know, leave it for our children to take that step and be the change. 
So uh, if I can just, uh, you know, summarize, you know, your thoughtful uh, views that this small human act that can activate a huge change in the world, right? So it's, uh, it's the four of us who can make that kind of change. And uh, also when, you know, there's no imagined separation, say between self, society, it no longer exists. Like right now on this panel as well. So there is no, there's no separation. We are all speaking, uh, you know, uh, the same, the, you know, we have, we resonate with the thoughts and there's so much that is, uh, there's so much of synergy. What then uh, will remain out of this as well? Like in a creative society, is peace, is goodness, and a creative movement like this one, like a creative society. And as a global ambassador, I also envisage and pledge to change lives. So thank you for being with us today and for this enriching conversation. What would you like to wish your uh, your into all the people around the world listening to you? Uh, maybe just in, in a line or so. Sangeeta, to you. Over to you first. I think uh, gratitude and humbleness is the first thing we all need to follow. You know, it should be just heartfelt that whatever we are doing for each other is ultimately getting back to us. I need to see you smile. I need to smile. It's very simple. So I think that's one thing I always look forward from everybody around. Fantastic. Over to you, Nancy. What about you? Yeah, so I'll say uh, be the change you wish to see in the people. It starts with yourself. And trust me, everything changes around you when people see genuinely that you're living your ethos, you're living your values. Everything follows in the right direction. Thank you. Thank you so much to both of you and to all our viewers today. A creative society that still has the power to envision creative enterprises and businesses like Dr. Sangeeta and Dr. Nancy Dewitt. It's just their love, compassion, and, you know, and, and these are the certainties, not the treats. Be kind whenever it's possible, and it is always possible. You know, like how Sangeeta said, smile. If you, if you want the other person to smile, you need to smile first. So we all share such a beautiful world. May we always find creative, uh, you know, platforms like creative society and conversations around humanity and human life. This creative, creative society first and foremost needs to be just, free, and equal, where there are no wars, no conflicts, no violence, and definitely no starving artists, like I always say. Everyone, or no starving teacher as well now. So everyone gets to live comfortably, and it will provide us and children, our children, full protection. Thank you for being with us today and for such enriching conversations. When you are kind to others, it not only changes you, it changes the world. It means thinking humanity as undivided and at the same time that every person is unique. So make the difference and not discrimination. There's a peace when you remember the weak and the forgotten. Thank you so much to everybody. Thank you very much, Kusumam, and thank you, dear guests, for your ideas, for your understandings. It's really great, and uh, the quicker more, more, more and more people understand it, that's 
uh, each person who should make the change, right? And change, first of all, in themselves, in their understandings of life. The quicker we will have this creative society built, well, let's say so, right? And um, that is the idea that uh, human is in the center and the human is a fundamental unit, that we are responsible and we make this world the way we uh, want it to see and we want it to be for our children. So thank you very much for your understandings and Kusuma uh, for your conclusion and for our guests, uh, for our viewers who uh, are not a part of the Creative Society project yet, please uh, visit our website alatraunites.com uh, and uh, if uh, yes, here it is and press this red button join us choose the language that you speak and uh, choose the way how you can participate in this project. And uh, you become a part of the great creative and very um, friendly team yeah, who want to live in the creative society, who uh, make a change in themselves, first of all, each day and to be better and uh, to be friendlier, to be happier yeah, and to make it for people around. Thank you so much, dear guests. Namaste from Russia. <laughs> uh, and uh, see you next time. Thank you. Thank you so much.